Welcome to this week's edition of Couch Quarterbacks. It is conference championship week. Ben, we are finally. Well, I keep feel like no, you keep saying we're finally you, here. You are still we're here. finally here. <laughs> you're you're back. I'm just happy to see you back here. I'm still here. Survive Ben's the, still survive here. The Browns game and yep. That's- so as if you, we need a, a quick rundown of the winners last weekend. Today we have we will go through the NFC and AFC title games. The NFC title game starts with the Buccaneers traveling to Green Bay to face the Packers. The Bucks beat New Orleans last week and basically retired Drew Brees. And then the Packers uh, basically just looked dominant against the um, Rams. The Rams on on Saturday afternoon. And then in the AFC, the Bills beat the Ravens in a probably the strangest one of the strangest playoff games I've ever watched. And then, yes, sadly, the Chiefs just held on, barely held on, to beat the Cleveland Browns in divisional weekend. Uh, we'll start off with Bucks Packers, though. Um, which what impressed you the most about each of these teams last weekend to bring into this game? I would say the Packers being able to score points against the number one defense in the league, them beating the Rams and beating the Wonder Boy Sean McVay was great to see because. I used to be a big Sean McVay guy, but I'm just so, he's just, I can't stand him now, I don't think. <laughs> it kind of gets under my skin. Um, unfortunately, Jerry Goff didn't just, not able to do it with a broken thumb. Um, so what are you going to do? But the most impressive thing out of the Packers was, I think Devontae Adams being able to score and get catches over Jalen Ramsey, the grim reaper of cornerbacks, and just put, <laughs> put dudes to sleep and, not this week. Not last week. Well, that, that was like the the one touchdown basically encompassed that where it's Devonta, the one yard touchdown where Adams runs across formation and Ramsey just couldn't keep That's up. What he it was said. like that was. Did you, did you hear what he was saying on the sideline? No. What was oh, it? He was just screaming. Like, I just can't get to him. I just can't get to him <laughs> because he had to run all the way across the defensive formation to try to get yeah. one in man out in no man's land to the right side of um, the formation and. Just couldn't get to him in time and easy one yard catch. That was the epitome of how that game basically went. The Packers just dominated from start to finish, honestly. Like it it really hurt that Aaron Donald was not like an impact in that game at all. Like you could tell that he was still hurting from whatever oh, yeah. he got done to him in the week uh in the wild card round, which sucks. I, I didn't know that dude could get hurt. I really didn't think anything could phase him. No, and it was still the weirdest injury of him tackling Russell Wilson and then Russell Wilson breaking his rib, maybe. I don't know what happened there. Have they came out and said? No. I it, I think it was like that, like you said, it was a rib cartilage injury or something of that sort, but I don't know exactly what it was. Yeah, and that dude just looked like he's built different. <laughs> Got banged up by a small quarterback. It was just a very awkward landing. Yeah, it was just a it was just a weird game for the Rams in general. Goff looked good. We didn't know who the quarterback was going to be going in, but Goff looked pretty good during the game. But uh, the Packers just dominant all phases. Like they're just a solid team all around. The Bucks on Sunday, um, the Bucks formula was a little different. They just created havoc and created four turnovers. Or was it five turnovers? I think it was four turnovers. Three interceptions and a f- at least one fumble. Yeah, and just caused mayhem for Drew Brees in that game and just kind of exposed all the things we've been talking about for Brees the last year. Just the not the accuracy, but just the arm strength and just there was there was no Michael Thomas appearance in this game. It just no, the Saints kind Michael of just Thomas imploded. MIA, not a single catch. Yeah. And that's just in big games in the playoffs, you need star players to step up. And unfortunately the only person to even generate any offense was Alvin Kamara. And even that felt limited. Yeah, it just didn't feel like they had enough firepower there at all. They had the trick play from Jameis. Jameis looked like the best. Which is beautiful. Maybe they maybe they just needed Taysom Hill. Like Taysom Hill is that important to the Saints' success. I don't know about that. that (laughs) I'm just saying he wasn't there and they lost. I I don't know. I I, we were talking about last week. I really was excited about the Bucks coming into this game and just thought just don't count out Tom Brady. And Tom was the better quarterback in that game. And that's really as much as it came down to breeze made mistakes and Brady didn't. And we know that that's how Brady's always been in the playoffs. Very calculated, just mm-hmm. surgical. And unfortunately hate to say it, Drew Brees going out and just 
three interceptions is just uh, it's an ugly last game to play, unfortunately. Yo, yeah. you, but is it uglier than going to Lambeau <laughs> and getting out of the dome? It is going to be a lot. At least Brady's used to the cold. I don't know about those other guys down there. Is though. he still? What's our What's our weather supposed to look like here? Oh, I'll get this Green Bay weather.com um but yeah so it's 305 on 305 on sunday bucks at packers um what do you what do you think the bucks need to do to pull off the upset they need to stop aaron Rodgers. <laughs> i mean <laughs> if, but easier said than done i i don't know what they can do to stop this team because i mean aaron Rodgers looked pretty dominant like i said against the best defense in the league and we know the buccaneers don't have the best defense um I just I don't even know who you put on Devontae Adams. Uh, I guess I guess just have Tom Brady be perfect. Tom Brady needs to be perfect if they want to have a shot to win this game, and they need to develop yeah. some sense, some semblance of a run game with um, yeah. Ronald Jones or maybe Leonard Fournette. But it, playoff Lenny, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I think the the key thing you said there is Devontae Adams because it's like no one's no one's stopping Devontae Adams. No. And you, if there's you might even somehow limit him in any sense, like just don't let him run after catches the ball, just get him down. And I just wonder if that's even possible. I, I don't, think I really so. don't know. I've seen that dude just muscles guys around. And I mean, they got Carl, they got decent corners, Carlton Davis, they got Antoine Winfield Jr. in the secondary playing safety for that, but it's just, it's, it's going to be hard, like especially the way that the the Packers are just going to try to find mismatches for Adams and Aaron Jones. And, you know that they've been watching that tape of that horrible week six game where they lost to the Bucks over and over again. Game for, eats away at, at Aaron Rodgers. At Rodgers, oh, yeah. After the pelvic thrust. No pelvic thrusting this game. Yeah, no. You got to watch the pumps this time. I remember Aaron. that specifically. And then after that, it was all downhill. Currently, the weather in Green Bay is 11 degrees oh. as of right now, which sounds horrible. What's the wind? Uh, um, wind is at the moment... 17 miles an hour, so it's windy and cold. Um, Sunday, not much better. There's going to be a.m. snow showers. It's going to be 29, of a high of 29 with a low of 18 uh, and 50% chance of precipitation and 10-mile-an-hour winds. So it's weather. not going to be – that is football weather. It's not going to be great uh, conditions in Green Bay for these two teams. Um, so you think that for the Packers – what what do they need to do to just make sure that they just lock this game up? Like no they just play their game? No deep balls, no. or don't let up don't any let deep up balls. Any, yeah, don't let up any deep. Oh, <laughs> like don't let Bruce Arians call call something and it go deep on you. Just if you can limit Tom Brady to just doing these under routes and just yeah, just don't give up anything to. And is Antonio Brown playing? I think so. He has a messed up knee. I, I don't think he he doesn't look healthy. No. Um, yeah, maybe it's a Scott, it's a Scotty Miller game. I think. Yeah, I, I just you need the all your big name receivers to step, I mean, to step up if you're the Buccaneers. I just don't know if that's going to happen. Not in Green Bay, but they might. So the weird thing about these, these two matchups for me is that for this, like I think for the Bucs to be successful, they kind of have to play like a keep away offense from Rodgers. Like Brady just needs to like those short little Scott, like I said, Scotty Miller, those Scotty Miller little routes that he did, did so well with the Patriots and just dicing people up, dinking and dunking down the field. I think that's how they win this game because then it just keeps Rogers off the field. And if you would have told me, if you would have told either of us coming into the year that the AFC and NFC title games are going to be Brady versus Rogers and Pat Mahomes versus Josh Allen. And Tom Brady's the one who has to play ball control offense. Um, I, nobody would have believed no. that, but that's really the case. Like, as long if I feel like if they kind of run that style of offense and it's effective, and they just get key third downs and just eat up clock, like that's the that's the pace that uh, the Bucks are going to want to play this game at. The Packers are going to play with tempo and try to get this game moving in there. Up early, yeah, yeah, and then just run the ball. To, I mean, Aaron Jones earlier in the year looked like one of the best running backs. Has kind of calmed down in the second half of the year, but. Yeah. Well, if they're up, it's their whole their whole playbook is available to them, yeah, exactly. and that's scary for Aaron. And let me run you through this um, injury report list for the Buccaneers: Mike Evans, questionable; Chris Godwin, questionable; Jason Pierre-Paul, questionable; Ronald Jones, questionable; Antonio Brown, questionable. That's not a good. Yeah, that's not a good look all, for your those, title game. Those guys all probably play. 
but those are basically everyone that you would want to see popping off on a box score all on the injury <laughs> yeah. report list. So yeah. Even if they're playing dinged up, I, I I don't know. I don't think that the Buccaneers can pull it out. Not straight up. They might cover. I'm I'm going Packers. No, I, I still don't know. I really like I'm still wavering even at the end here. I really don't know what to expect with this game, but I'm gonna pick the Packers officially just because I like I just don't I think this is just Rogers' redemption to get to the Super Bowl. And I don't think like you said earlier. Tom's got next year and this team will be the favorite in the NFC South by far next year and another year under Tom will only be better for them now that they're doing more of their stuff but it just feels like this situation right now is just made for the Packers at home yeah are they letting fans in they had like I don't know they had fans there last week I don't know if it, it I know it was like a lot of frontline workers and families and stuff but I think they did have some Right, some just fans in there as well. It looked, it sounded like that's plenty. I think they had nine thousand. Oh, see, so yeah, it was pretty well. It sounded pretty good. So we're both on the Packers then. I already already put fifty on it. (laughs) So Aaron Rodgers will make his second Super Bowl appearance, and Tom Brady will lose in his first NFC title game. I think his time has come. Our story is coming out Sunday. It's it's scary. I think it's time for Rodgers, but. It's scary to bet against Aaron Rodgers. This exactly. game, this game is horrifying. Yeah, these are like the boogeymen of betting against them. Be here's the actual scary game: the Buffalo Bills travel to Kansas City. Now, look, this is the weather in Kansas City. You ready for this? Um, during the day or at, at night, they it's a six forty kickoff on CBS. At night, thirty two degrees, rain showers in the evening, becoming a steady light rain overnight. Winds. 10 to 15 miles per hour. That doesn't bode well for either Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. Which team can run the ball better? I don't want to. I you don't, don't want to talk about it. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think the bills are going to get, I don't think the bills are going to get diced up on the run. Like they did. They, they are, their run defense is worlds better than it was in week six. Very clearly against, against the Ravens the, kind of exemplified. Against, that. Yeah. I think that that's a different run. De- well, the thing against the chiefs in week six for the Bills, Matt Milano, who is going to get paid a lot of money by either the Bills or somebody else's offseason, was hurt. He was and his the Bills are have currently not lost a game when Matt Milano has played. So that shows the importance of him, at least to the defensive side of the ball. And Tremaine Edmonds was also dealing their other linebacker, who is in the Pro Bowl this year, had a shoulder injury that the previous week that he was still working through still on the injury report for that. So that's a big difference to the run game, at least. In the passing game, I don't know if they can do anything. Is Patrick Mahomes going to be okay? He'll clear. That's the other, he will he's the biggest. 100% clear concussion protocol. <laughs> I, yeah, he, he's been pra- he practiced in limited snaps today. I right? Oh, I like savings on it. Yeah. Um, how, much do you, yeah how much do you think Patrick's going to be affected by his pinched nerve slash foot? The foot is what I'm thinking of more. I'm more worried about the nerve. Have you ever had a pinched nerve? Never. Okay. No, when you pinch your nerve, dude, like, like, for like, for like a week, dude, like at least for like, I mean, I'm not a professional athlete, so I'm sure he can manage the pain a little better, but like if you pinch a nerve in your neck, it's like you're, you can't, you feel it for a good couple weeks. So I feel like, I mean, the foot definitely is, he doesn't want to be mobile. I don't think, no. So are they, but so I feel like he's feeling some pain. Is it pinched nerve or is it concussion or is it both? If he, he has to be in the concussion about it. I think it's a pinched nerve. The report I saw from, I saw reports that it was a pinched nerve, but they had to put him in the p- protocol because of the nature of the injury. And so he has to go through the regular steps to get out of con- concussion protocol because they can't just like use it as a sham. You know what I mean? I guess that's, that's my understanding of it at least. Do you, you think you would beat um, Chad Henney? <laughs> do you think he'd beat Chad Henney? You think the Bills would be able to beat Chad Henney? Yes, a hundred percent. I'm not worried about Chad Henney. I'm worried about Patrick Mahomes. I, Patrick's playing. That was never. It was never even a doubt when he went out of that game no. that he wouldn't be back if they won. To me, no. It was just this, when he stumbled. It was a little scary for a second there. I was like, oh. Well, that's that's kind of like I feel like he was in so much pain he didn't know like what to do. like when you pick, like you really can't like move feel. Yeah, it's just like your body locks. Up. Yeah. Huh. So, because they said he was sharp after and everything, but 
I don't know that. So, but the foot worries me too for him because the bill, like the bills, one of the keys for the bills on defense, you, you just got to make him move and just see what he has. Mm-hmm. Like if he doesn't want to run, if he's like trying to avoid scrambling, he doesn't really want to leave the pocket or anything, you know, that they can dial up pressure late in that game. I think the bills are going to be aggressive, really aggressive, both sides of the ball early in that game. Yeah, no, I think they need to. I think they definitely, and this game has a lot of potential to become a shootout, and I can't oh, yeah. wait. The only thing that makes me think that it might not would be the weather, but I still think that these teams are going to try to just air it out and just see who comes out on top. Yeah, And I can't wait. I hope it's just an offensive just cr- madness. Do you, want, do you think this game could be in the 40s or 50s between both these teams? It could be in the 60s. <laughs> I mean, I don't think my heart could take a 60 point game. Oh, it'd be like ping pong up, down. Oh my God. It'd be oh my God. Just back and forth like that. And I, I think Edwards Clyde Allaire is, will probably be playing correct. I know he's questionable. He's, he's, he's supposed to be back this week. But I th- yeah. I think that was the point of resting him last week. I think that they knew that yeah. they'd probably beat the Browns. I think they figured they could do it with Daryl Williams. Yeah. And Daryl Williams is all, he's okay, but he's no. I mean, anyone you put back there and when you can spread the field out like that, we'll probably have a good bit of success. But I think um, Edward Delaire has looked very good all year and will probably continue to look great in the postseason. You think Sammy Watkins is going to make an appearance for revenge game? I think it's a Bills revenge game on Sammy Watkins. <laughs> it's time for that. Fuck Sammy Watkins. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah, I think that, I think it's going to be all hands on deck for the Chiefs. I think they know that they got to score a lot of points in this game to win. And, I mean, they had they the Bills in that loss in Week Six had 17 points. The Bills are not going to score only 17 points. I mean, I guess they did last week, but that I'm was saying. a different. That was a different circle. That was a, that's Ravens a, defense is much better than we didn't run through those games at all, really at all. But yeah, that the game in Buffalo, like if anybody's ready for weather, it's the Bills because the wind. I swear, I've been in that stadium so many times, and the wind is like that. Just never, obviously, seen it on divisional playoff games. So everybody in the world got to watch it. It was it's nuts, but it does that shit, and they just found a way to get through it. But I think the offense is ready to pop off. Seeing Justin Tucker miss kicks was probably the most unnerving surreal i've never seen it before because like you see him line up for a kick you're like cash like not even worried about it yeah seeing him miss those kicks and seeing what was that center doing for the ravens was he drunk (laughs) i think it was i think it was the wind (laughs) there's no way the wind could affect it (laughs) i don't know it was weird and yeah seeing i hated to see lamar go out of that game I know you. Yeah, it was tough. We don't root for injuries, but I'm sure that you were probably had a little bit of relief. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, I wasn't like at that point. It was the fourth quarter, and they'd no, still had only scored six. three points. So yeah, I wasn't really at that. Still wasn't concerned about the comeback potential of the Ravens, no. even with Lamar in the game. I just felt bad for him. Yeah, it, I would have. Ra- I mean, you'd rather see it go out with the two guys going blow for blow yeah. and give Lamar the chance to come back, but I just don't think it was in the cards. So, for run them. me through the 101 yard pick six. What were the emotions? Um, well, mine are just in, in, well, in you the, and you the and your part. brother Mo. Well, all right. Well, for me, it was I was more just I didn't really react. I kind of just like took it took in the moment. I could tell that it was gonna be like I was gonna see it for the rest of my life now at this point. So I just kind of took it in. Mo was pretty much just screaming the whole time, just like, yeah, yeah, like this over and over. Him and Brandon were like, yeah, yeah. Run, <laughs> it was it was run. yeah, exactly. You knew I knew the second he, I I could tell the second he got it that it like you can just see all that grass is like he's gone like this is that was and I really and then I saw Lamar peek up you see Lamar peek up in there and it's like oh maybe but then Trey is just there to block him and it was just the perfect perfect moment for the Bills in that game I, my favorite part is they showed the video of NBC and Lamar after he's like walking away is just you see him with a fuck and then yeah. they turn away from him quick like that's just the epitome of it like one mistake in that game ruined that ruined the Ravens but I know it was and a, I just I just hate how people just put a microscope on Lamar like that I know and just give me a break because you know everyone's gonna be like so what were you thinking there like why you can't pass very well can you like, dude, like, <laughs> it was a great play it was a great play he probably should not have tried to force that ball that was into seven people in the end zone. Like it was the bills were in straight coverage. They kind of blended in though to the end zone. It, 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 that's I know, dude, you kind of, like, you kind of can't see view. 
Yeah. I just, I think they just, I just don't like the, the call to put Lamar in that position in the wind when it's in such an obvious pat. Like they had to go for a touchdown there no matter what. I feel like mm-hmm. if you're at fourth and goal, like no matter what, like just try to run the ball. You have Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And, and Harbaugh going into the next season, he doubled down on the, the style of offense that this will be still be the style of offense because he's saying that, I mean, they made it this far, which yeah. I think they still probably have to add some wide receiver talent somewhere. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, I can't see. They just need some weapons, bro. They really just need some weapons. They have no weapons on the outside. Tell me, Willie Sneed Jr. is not a number one? You know, I love Willie. Great. He seems like a great guy. Hollywood would be a great slot receiver, great number two, but he needs like, they need to go, like, I don't know what their cap situation's like off the top of my head, but if they could go sign Allen Robinson or something like that, that's, that's like perfect. Yeah. They need somebody like that, like a, just a big body receiver who can just go up and get anything. Yeah, because they're not going to – I mean, Lamar isn't the best passer, so you you have to have someone who will – like, when you throw it, you know he's going to catch the ball. Like, you have to be yeah. catching a break somewhere. And, like, when Mark Andrews is your, like, leading receiver, I mean, that can be – Well, like you said about Roman, like, that's – like, there were a lot of people that we both respect, uh, like, and a former NFL players are like, the passing scheme just sucks. Like, yeah. it's just not – it's not impressive. It's not creative at all. And that's not helping Lamar at all. Like, we talk about – you want to talk about – the Bills, like Dable and, and the Bills and the Chiefs, their their offenses are just – they try to get guys open any way possible. And it just looks like the Ravens are kind of just running out there and I don't know what they're doing. Nothing, it's nothing RPO, crazy, that's for sure. But A lot of RPO to into curls or slants. Or an RPO where they're not passing ever. They're just running with – Yeah. So it's tough. It's tough for the Ravens. But they, that was – it knows that he can – I think that at least he thinks that he can always make the play. You know, oh yeah. I don't know if he trusts other guys. I think he he wants to be the guy like I need to be out there proving it and I don't know. Some things just feel forced and it's a team game. They've got time. They've got plenty of time. There I mean there's no shame in anything with them this year. Um so for this matchup, what do you think the Chiefs need to make sure that they do to um to withstand anything from the Bills? Limit the deep balls. Same same as yeah, that's how the um, Packers are going to beat the Buccaneers. You got to limit the deep ball. Um, yeah, don't let Stephon Diggs kill you. Make it anyone else, anyone else. Yeah, not Stephon Diggs. Well, that's how I feel about Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> else but Kelsey. Yeah. Well, I know the linebackers being the linebackers being back will help more this time. But the build, like that's my biggest. That the Diggs and Kelsey are like on the same tier for me. Like both these teams are going to be like we can't get beat by that guy. Yeah. And I think you like you had said earlier, you just have to make Patrick Mahomes be running out of the pocket, just any way you can. Just don't let him sit back there because if if his foot is if he has turf toe, I don't know exactly if they come out and said what's wrong. No, they'll never say. It's either turf toe or plantar fascia. Either way, it's pain. Something painful plantar on his toe for sure. Horrible. Um, yeah. And if you're gonna make a guy, and there's no painkiller on earth that's gonna stop a tour, like no shot. So yeah, you had to make Patrick Mahomes move around as much as possible, um, and just yeah, don't don't let Travis Kelsey kill you. Because I think yeah, I think man. I think Trey White could. I mean, he's your best shot at covering Tyreek Hill, right? Yeah, I think that – I don't know. The Bills run a lot of zone, so I don't think it's going to be straight, like, one-on-one a lot. But he's going to – they're going to try to, I think, at least have him near him. But it's going to be the safe – like, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer all day long are going to have to have a huge game. Yeah, and just not get torched. Um, yeah. I'm rooting for you. I hope so. I appreciate it. We'll see what happens with this. I think I think for the Bills side, there's going to be a lot of trick plays coming. A lot of a lot of blitzes and a lot of trick plays. Like they haven't run any trick plays the last two weeks, and we know that they they love their trick plays. So I feel like they're saving them. I think John Brown's going to throw a pass to somebody. Allen. Maybe no. The, my, my brother's theory is that the every and it's not not a theory. As of right now, it's true. Every time Josh Allen catches a touchdown pass, they lose. So he cannot catch a touchdown pass. Interesting. They catch if he catches a touchdown pass, they're fucked. Essentially, has to back that up. He against the Cardinals this year, he caught a touchdown pass, Lost. and against the Texans, caught a touchdown pass last year in the playoffs. Lost. 
Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Don't let him catch any touchdown passes. Yeah, maybe a lineman's gonna catch a touchdown pass. I could see something like that. Some trickery down by the the field there. I think we're gonna get some double passes. Maybe a hook and ladder in the middle of the field. I think anything's on the table. Is Josh Allen gonna like lateral to someone and it, and it just like are you gonna have a heart attack it's, this game? No, I think Josh will be fine. Like, do you think he's gonna do anything that you look at? And you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Probably, but I did, that happens at least five times a game, and then it just works out more often than not. We're going to see a lot of throws from both these quarterbacks of them scrambling around and being like, what the fuck's going on? And then they're going to complete some dime to their receiver 20 yards down the field. And I'm either going to be elated or I'm absolutely pissed off. They probably, but it's going to happen They probably lot. shouldn't, but they should, for the fans' pleasure, do a throw-off before the game. They were supposed to do it week six when they played. They should. See, they, Who could officially throw the ball farther? I, I, wanted, I really wanted that. I thought left the stadium last week after scoring that running, <laughs> that first running touchdown. It looked like it went like into the second level. It just looks effortless yeah. too. He just flicks his wrist. Well, Josh Allen missed on a deep ball in the game. That oh one deep ball. Yeah. Thing, and it looked like it went like 80 yards in the air at yeah, least. Like it was the just. The wind might have carried it a little bit, but. Oh, definitely did. Oh my God. I've never seen people <laughs> throw the ball this far. And it doesn't look like he – either of them. It doesn't look like they're trying when they throw it. They just release like, and it's just a bomb. A little, like, hop step. Like a little <laughs> one-two and huck it. Like, I want to know how far they could actually get it. I hope, that, I hope that they do it. I hope that they just go, like, run down to an end zone Sunday and just throw and see what happens. Do you think they could throw it out of, like, an arena like the Rose Bowl? Like a real low-rise arena? <laughs> I, 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 would, I would believe it, honestly. If they, like, just the torque that they could get. Because that Josh said he's, I think Josh said before he can throw it probably at least eighty yards. He said I think I could get it at least eighty. That's a long way in the air if you throw it up, like at an angle. You might be able to get that out. And Mahomes has got to be around eighty yards too. Then I can't even throw a ball like twenty five yards without trying to throw out my arm, bro. Have you ever seen the video of Andy Reid on the punt passing kick? Yeah, I think they could throw it farther than him at that age. <laughs> when he's, I, I they, set up the visual. He's about a foot taller and probably fifty pounds heavier than every kid around him. <laughs> this is old footage when he's probably like in grade school, and he looks like he could just pick up one of these kids and throw him fifty feet, fifty yards for Christ's sake. Um, what did they feed Andy back then, dude? He, there's yeah, just a lot of burgers. <laughs> he was just head and shoulders above everybody. Yeah. That was, he looks ridiculous, honestly. I think Andy could out throw him right now. I think he'd just take it and just, he'd chuck it 90 and be like, yeah, go, go back to your fucking QB spot, clowns. Now, now who do we give the coaching edge to here? Sean McDermott, Andy Reid? I think this is going to be, this is a, as much as whatever we just talked about, I think all basically goes out the books because it's going to be such like an X's and O's game between those two. Like, just a, I feel like it's going to be such a chess match of, well, maybe Tyree Kill is going to be over here, but the Bills' defense is going to shade that. Like they're just so both so smart. Um, I'm give it. I'll give it to Andy because Andy won a Super Bowl, and, and it's a mentor and mentee matchup, which is always fun because Sean McDermott was Andy's D coordinator in Philly oh, in the early 2000s. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, and McDermott got his first job with the Eagles and Andy Reid, so they are they know each other very well. Yeah. Now, what about Eric Bieniemy? Who is already interviewing all over the place? I hate when I, I hate when guys do that. Don't interview. Dable did it too. Neither of them are getting jobs. It doesn't seem like. You know the guy that got, the guy. Did you see the Eagles hired a coach today? No. Who did they hire? They hired Nick Sirianni, who was the offensive coordinator in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And it's people are very confused about it because it's not. He was not a very well known name, but he is from Jamestown, New York, which is twenty five minutes from me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why is Eric Bieniemy not getting a head coaching position? Um, we could go into that <laughs> in depth, I'm sure, but it's. I'm assuming it's something to do with our, the NFL owners. If he doesn't have a job, it's bad. Oh, I'll be so. I'll be so fucking mad if they don't get that. Meeting. I don't. It's bad. He should be in. If the Texans were going to keep Deshaun, that would be the place. But I don't think they're keeping Deshaun. I don't. I don't point. even know if you'd want to go there. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a mess yeah. down. In Houston, we can talk about that next week in between Super Bowl week, whatever. Because Deshaun, that we need to free Deshaun. So give me your pick. Where's your money at? I'm picking the Bills. I got. Listen, I've got. I already have. I don't even have to bet on this game because at the before week one, I put a 
plus 800 bet on the Bills to win the AFC and then plus 1,800 to win the Super Bowl. So both of those are still live right now. So if they win on Sunday, I win $80 from their AFC title. So yeah, so let me paint the let me paint my gambling picture for you. <laughs> I had placed the Packers at plus six hundred to win the NFC. Mm-hmm. That I had placed a future on Chiefs Packers mm-hmm. plus two fifty when the playoffs started, and then also let me think. Oh gosh, just one other future I have. I can't remember. I can't think of it. Oh, Packers win the Super Bowl as well. So there you go. You need the pass. Super Bowl plus nine hundred. That's what it was. Yeah, you do have that too. Because yeah, I just wanted to hedge, which is looking. So you're set. You just need the Packers. I, yeah. Like, and then you're good either way. With you'd make money either way from either the Chiefs or Bills. Yeah. But unfortunately, I think I'd have to take the Chiefs if, as long. As- I don't blame you. It's Patrick Mahomes, dude. Like I'm ta- like, I'll be rooting in my heart for you, but my oh brain my says otherwise. Remember how we were talking about waiting for games and i was like oh i've got saturday two weeks in a row and now like i feel like it's been a month in between the divisional game and it's only thursday it's not even close to sunday yet and it's the second game so i have to sit through all the pre-game for packers bucks and then get to the building let me let me counsel you because i i I already did this last week at least before that game started i said no matter what the cleveland browns have taken a huge huge step yeah no matter, no matter the outcome of the game the browns have taken a step the bills no matter the outcome this season have taken a massive step getting their first playoff win getting two playoff wins and getting themselves a chance to play in the super bowl yeah so regardless of what happens they are on a very good trajectory they still have stefan Diggs. they have josh allen they really just need to go out and get a running a better running back i think and I don't even know. Where, where do you think that those would have to add in the offseason? Not that it's starting anytime soon, of course. Uh, offensive and defensive line will be where they pay their most yeah. attention, I think. Depending on what Matt Milano does. And that's a luxury place um, to be. You don't even need to Exactly. Players. No. I think that I would like if they picked up like a veteran running back, but I think the, I like I think Zach Moss is going to be the basically the starter next year, and Singletary is going to be on. Yeah, he's. Ba- I think he's going to be on the outs. Yeah, he's not. He's not a reliable target for no, that. Everyone, I think. Knows, I think Moss better is the better guy. Like, no, he's not. He's just. Well, that's not a high bar to pass, at yeah. least. But. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I. I think offensive and defensive line, and that'll it'll be a, it'll be very telling after this game to see what about especially about the defensive line because this defensive line has to have the best game of their year on Sunday against Mahomes. They played great against Lamar, but this is a completely different challenge than corralling Lamar Jackson. Got to get after him. How much better is Patrick Mahomes to you than Lamar Jackson? Because Lamar won MVP last year, but like Mahomes, like I feel like Mahomes is just, I know and I hate, and I hate this talk about he's like on another level, like he's Jordan, because I don't know if he's that much ahead of everybody yet, but like he's in the top 10. Yeah, it's it's a little ridiculous to me, but I feel like the the size gap between him and Lamar is pretty big, just in like kind like scared like the way you're scared of him at least. I don't know because I think Lamar Jackson could always like almost almost every single play. There's a threat that Lamar Jackson is just gonna bolt and just burn everyone, and he's in the end zone. Yeah, I don't think, but I think that. Patrick Mahomes' IQ is high. His football IQ is higher. To the point yeah, he's smart. He makes every single play that he has to make, no matter what. And obviously, like we we won't even get too far into it, but like the arm, like is pretty apparent. Yeah. And I think the and just the vision out of Mahomes is just next level. I think he just sees stuff and just breaks the game down so easily that it it's like playing a video game for him. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson is kind of just it's him out there just trying to do too much yeah well he's definitely set up a lot better than lamar is on that offense that's for sure yeah exactly and both offenses are obviously catered to fit the quarterbacks very differently if lamar was in kansas city that would be really interesting like because those dudes would still be just as open like if he had travis kelsey to throw to and shit like it would be a really interesting offense offense i just wonder that would be (laughs) see what patty does in that 
Yeah, it would be interesting. All right, so you've got the Chiefs. I've got the Bills. So you have the State Farm Bowl. Yes. Which State Farm already created a jersey, which might be jinxing one of those teams. They already created a State Farm jersey with both their heads on it. Cancel my bets. (laughs) how would they do that that's not a good idea they're ready dude and darren rovell tweeted it out today too that's how i saw it which you know is bad (laughs) so um i'm going bills and packers but i really you know what in my deepest heart of hearts as i'm just a pure bills fan for a second here i would much rather play the buccaneers because the chance to win the super bowl and beat tom brady in the super bowl is almost too good to pass up. That's I think true. every Bills fan yeah, wants it. Wants Brady. Phenomenal. It's either the MVP or the GOAT they, get, they would get to play. Oh, my God. That's great. If you guys – in the hypothetical situation that you guys play the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl, how – Imagine the content we get. Years and years of bag yes. carried all the way there, and then you just drop it right on top of it's like redemption in the fine in the purest sense it really is that's what i mean like it's just, it would literally just be like all those years would just be worth it in one game and it's in tampa you know what happened in tampa bay the bills first super bowl loss against the giants was in raymond james stadium where they're where the super bowl is this year Destiny? i'm telling you and <laughs> we'll see what happens but it looks it they're here. This is the most interesting final four we've had in years. Like of all the teams that all every team makes a super store super bowl, it's really interesting for that team. Yeah, it's fine. Like you the Patriots. <laughs> well, yeah, isn't that nice? <laughs> I'll take it. But if it's Tom coming from the NFC in his first year, that's incredible. <laughs> if it's Aaron Rodgers, 10 years in between Super Bowl appearances, amazing. Mahomes back to back. Obviously incredible. And then the Bills, for the first time in 25 years, that's writes itself as well. It's all fucking crazy. It's going to be it's going to be an amazing it's a I'm, I haven't been ex, this excited for a championship Sunday, just objectively, like football speaking in a, a long time. But the, the, and the funny thing is, when I look around, Tom Brady is on the worst team of <laughs> which is <laughs> he's on the underdog. He's on the only team that hasn't played a home game. Exactly. <laughs> so wild. Well, I can't wait. Like I'm, I'm literally anxious to watch these games. Like, I wish they were just tonight. Yeah, dude. That's what I mean. It's only thir- I gotta wait like oh, three more days. Oh my god, it's it's been hard. <laughs> it really is. Like today, I was talking about it, and I, I could just feel my body like getting more tense as I was like talking, and I was like, I need to stop. But I feel like that's this whole. Pl- I feel like this whole like area right now is basically just in like a holding pattern yeah, like everybody's just like bills to talk to me what is everyone what are the, what's the word on the street it's just all bills it's all bills all the time everybody's got bills stuff on everybody like especially if you go out by the stadium there's people that just drive by the stadium and just honk let's go buffalo like on the on the their car and shit like people are out there yelling it's fucking madness this place, wait till you see, if they win sunday the videos that are going to come out the amount of tables that are going to be broken is going to be on Dick Sporting Goods in Buffalo has folding tape, yeah, next to the bill section. It's it's gonna there's gonna be a table. I might jump through a table, I might have to break something. I gotta break, yeah, I might have to, have to break something seriously. We're gonna we gotta do something here. People are going crazy. Um, it's it's the bills deserve Buffalo deserves this. It'll be fun, and then the and then the Sabers are playing, and they're one and three to start. So everybody just take can take that takes their anger out of them and just loves the Bills. There's a lot of memes like, uh, you like you know the meme of the guy with his verbal meme. <laughs> P- shout out PFT. <laughs> it's the guy. It's the city of Buffalo is the guy with his arm around the girl, and that's Bills. And they look back. <laughs> and look back. That's Sabers right now. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. Um, well, everything else, anything else you have to say about these games? You ready for it? Let's go Bills. Let's go Bills. That's right. Yeah. You know what? Packers Bills would be, that's an incredible Super Bowl. Uh, this is the last thing we'll go off of here as well. The first Super Bowl one was the Green Bay Packers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So that would be the original Super Bowl matchup. But the team, the Bills, the team the Chiefs beat in that AFL title game was the Buffalo Bills, who were the previous AFL champions two years before that. Also, fast forward 30 years later, 
the Chiefs host the Buffalo Bills in 1994 AFC title game, the last Bills AFC title game appearance, and the Bills won that one. So I feel like this is like the ultimate tiebreaker in AFL, AFC history between these three, these two teams. Bills got one, Chiefs got one. Who's got the third? Round three, 30 years in the, 60 years in the making. Let's circle the wagon, baby. We'll see what happens. All right, follow us at couch underscore QBs and enjoy the games.